is the lie with Mickey and Willie. Welcome, strangers. So yesterday I had the, uh, the how would you say it, um, the pleasure. I was I was in hospital and I sat next to a guy. Well, I sat oh, across from a guy. Buster Gonad. Yeah, I sat across from a guy with with a testicle that was like as big as a. a and this is not a joke. Uh, it was big as a foot. Well, as big as a small football. Mm. Um, he was just there. He was just there. He had it like in a little sling. And do, you, do you know what he did? He snapped off a picture. And he shared it on social media. Uh, oh, so, no, in our little chat group. Well, in a private message. Yeah, but, it you wasn't, know, how it private wasn't. is private? <laughs> His privates aren't very private, obviously, are they? No, They're no. being shared on, on, in, amongst your friends. Yeah. But he I can't get a good picture, though. It was Elephantitis of the, of the gonad? I or think what? so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it happens. <laughs> Epidemiitis, I think. Epidemiitis. Yeah. Oh, we've got a doctor I, in the house. I was that guy. Oh, you really? Me. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've seriously, I've had that condition though. Oh, right, it's, it's a swelling of the tube that feeds the testicle. Yeah, oh. yeah. A mate of mine's had it as well. Yeah. Right. yeah. So my left nut, uh, at its worst, was not football size, but it was a good tennis ball size. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it's still much larger than my right oh, one. Like, shit. It'll so never heal completely. Was there a lot of pain attached to that condition? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, as you can imagine. Yeah. So and you couldn't doctor, wear, you couldn't wear like proper. Did you have to like? I mean, you had to take time off work. I, I presume. No, I didn't actually. Uh, I just had to take antibiotics, right? And then I was told to wear supportive underwear. <laughs> just walk around with the bulge in your pants all day. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So if you, yeah, those uh, lovely voices you can hear. We've got uh, Justin Saint Denis with right. a silent S. I love that. Very exotic. And Sarin, the mentalist. Hello. Are you st- do you still go by mentalist or is it comedian? Yeah, it's mentalist stroke comedian, right? It's now mentalist, still mentalist, but yeah. sometimes I do comedy, yeah. so it's kind of... Because actually, when we first met, I didn't realise you were doing the comedy. I thought it was just the, the mentalist show, but... Yeah. You've been, you've been doing, did you start both at the same time? Or? No, I start a year after the mentalist thing. Right. So basically, I've been doing mentalist on raw comedy. Yeah. And my friend just being so supportive to push me on the stage and do just comedy. Yeah. And then it started a year ago. Mm. And it's been going on pretty going on. Because we, we've seen him, uh, well, I've seen, I've seen you a couple of times, and you've, you're pretty good, man. The joke, the joke about the pregnant woman, uh, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed that. Should you do it? Yes. <laughs> Are we going to burn it now? <laughs> no, don't burn it online. But, um, and Justin, I saw you uh, absolutely wreck Jackson here. In that, uh, oh, the roast battle. In the roast battle, oh. where, where it was uh, my neighborhood or something. Yeah, your hood's yeah. a joke. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. hell, you were brilliant in that, mate. Thank you were you. really, really good. Did you win that whole thing? Uh, well, we didn't. That wasn't the way it was set up. Oh, I won my battle. That's yeah. it. But yes, yes, I won the whole thing. <laughs> I think you did, man. I think yeah. you were the funniest on the night, mate. Um, thank you. Part that- of that is that it was Canada versus USA. And everybody likes cheering against the USA. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Always, right? Every time, Actually, every time I go was, out, everybody's cheering. He was worried about roasting against America because it's kind of corny, right? Before, before the... the yeah, thing, it's kind of yeah. duh, isn't yeah. it? Well, yeah, it's... I mean, fat jokes, school shooting jokes, Donald Trump jokes. I, I did them all. <laughs> you did. But it's just... It's, but it was cool, man. Yeah. It's a well-traveled path. Yeah, it's a well-traveled <laughs> path, but there's a path that you had to go down. Man. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was great. It's fucking hot in here, right? Or is it just me? I think it's just you. It's oh, just you. Oh, so hot. What have you done? 
Nothing. Okay. I've, I've been a really good boy. <laughs> I didn't actually go out last night. Did you watch foot? Did you see the football? No. No. Um, no. We're we okay. not a fan of football. Right. So for, for those of you, for our listeners, for our strangers out there, we're recording on Sunday and it's the night after the Champions League final and Liverpool beat uh, Tottenham 2-0, right? Yep, that's right. And you, you stayed out, right, for the whole thing? Yeah, I sure did. You got in when? 5 a.m. this yeah, morning? Yeah, I, got, I walked in at about 5, 5 a.m. But I mean, the thing was, like, I went out and I was shooting pool and, you know, I was drinking a few beers and I saw, all of a sudden it was 11 o'clock and I look at my watch and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to make it to two. <laughs> And uh, so I, st- I got on the coffee and the tea, and what do you know? Five o'clock came and went. You know, I stopped drinking. And I started drinking coffee and tea. Yeah, yeah, three it. pots of tea, like a yeah, Yorkshireman. Three pots of tea. What? <laughs> <laughs> I said he's got a caffeine I never, hangover. I never well. drink tea, but last night I was like, I'm feeling like drinking tea, and I mean, everybody's drinking beers, and I'm at the I have a teapot next to me, just filling my teacup. <laughs> mm. What a twat! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I must yeah. agree. I must admit, if you were sat next to me with a with a pot of tea, and I was like. I would have been like, what the fuck is this yeah, guy doing? Five, 5 a.m. rolls around, and who's laughing now? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I've, I've made it. Yeah. Exactly, mate. Yeah, you, you, were the, you were the dude. I don't um, even have teapot in my room. Really? Yeah. Do I, you don't, well, do you have... Well, Thais drink tea a little bit differently, though, don't they? Yeah, we, eat, we, we drink, like, iced tea. Yeah. And we buy it outside. And that bubble tea, what the hell is that all that about? I'm sure that's going to kill you. What really? are those bubbles? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Those bubbles are like plastic, aren't they, or something? <laughs> Polystyrene. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, you're not going to live where we're eating anything, right? No. Yeah, so just eat anything you want. But yeah. I, think, I, I, I think having one of those bubble drinks is like mm. having a cigarette. I, I think, think it's going to take five minutes got, off your life. We've probably got enough of plastic around us, haven't we, and swimming in the sea without putting it inside our bodies. Yeah, as well. yeah. I think if you, eat, if you eat a fish now, you eat a few little pieces of fucking plastic, mm. don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys hear about the they they pulled a shrimp out of the ocean and it was uh, had a bunch of like uh, uh, cocaine and and all the the cocaine shrimp they called it because they had a bunch of it had a bunch of drugs. How they tested it? <laughs> He's in charge of the drugs. <laughs> yeah, where can I get my hands on the shrimp? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. It was it was hilarious. I read that. I was like, imagine that chopping up a shrimp and uh, snorting it. <laughs> Yeah, I had fentanyl and all these different drugs, all the combination of drugs they they pulled it out. I don't know, just like they said if you pull if you you can scrape if you scrape like a like a hundred twenty dollar bills or something like that, you can get like a gram of coke or something like that. You guys heard that? Yeah, I have heard that, yeah. <laughs> Full gram off off one note. <laughs> you might get some other stuff too. Man. This is reminding yeah, like me of this, this story about a turtle. And um, someone had trained us, or they hadn't trained a turtle. They'd worked out the turtle's um, migratory path in the ocean, and they'd strapped a load of cocaine to it. Oh, um, oh. Did you see this story? And uh, someone intercepted you used it as a mule. Tur- yeah, th- there's a, it, was a, it was a turtle cocaine mule. A mule. A mutal. A mutal. A teenage mutant cocaine turtle. Yeah. <laughs> so, someone, someone had intercepted this turtle, like, mid-path, and yeah. uh, helped themselves to all the uh, cocaine it was dragging behind its, uh, it, oh, it, its busy little body. I bet loads of people find drugs, though, every year, don't they, that is meant for, you know, either stashed away or meant for another person. I, I'm sure lots of it just washes up on shore every year. No, or, or which one? That there was, there was an island somewhere, and um, a 
a huge amount of cocaine had washed up ashore, like tons. Right. And um, it was somewhere in the Pacific, I think. And, it, it, you know, it disturbed the whole economy. Um, <laughs> local people started using cocaine. Old women were using it in their cooking. And, you know, oh, everyone shit. got addicted. And people were, like, trafficking this stuff to the mainland and oh stuff like that. God. It completely... That this harmonious island compu- uh, community were completely uh, five years later they're all like completely crack destroyed off. by this and this this, this, this this shipment that yeah uh, that, that they're all skinny crackers selling the bodies for for the next hit. I thought, I thought they called that <laughs> island Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, we got another comedian. So yeah. yeah, I think what we should say then is that Justin and Sarin are, are both comedians. How, how long have you been on the scene, Justin? Uh, two and a half years. Really? Almost three is, years. Is that actually. all? Yeah. I, I would have said a lot longer, man, when I saw you. I, I thought you, you seemed quite seasoned to me. Oh, well, you saw a good oh. one. Oh, really? <laughs> you normally bomb. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I normally bomb. <laughs> I just, I, I do occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, no, I shouldn't say that. No, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I don't care. You're not going to name someone, are you? Yeah. Are you no, gonna, I'm not going to name. Are you going to tell him the exact time he bombed it? <laughs> he just bombed a few, like, uh, when... American just left an left a bomb on Japan. Have you have you guys ever like <laughs> like Nagasaki? On, yeah. All right. Okay. I see how many how many bomb they bomb? I don't know, but there was a lot. Well, the two main ones. Yeah, two main ones. Just that's it. Yeah. yeah. Hiroshima and Nagasaki, I think. Right. That's right. Was that yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, have you watched Chernobyl? No. The HBO series. Oh fuck. Is it good? Oh my god, it is brilliant! I, I, it's a HBO show. Anyway, I digress, but download it and watch it. So comedy, right? So uh, I've always like because I, I used to be a musician. I used to be a singer and sing on stage and all that stuff. And when you have a bad gig, it really, it, it really beats you. Beat yourself up, don't you? And so when you bomb, is it like it, it must be pretty? Yeah, it sucks. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> have you been like up on stage and like you know people are like. That <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you're like <laughs> I've never been. I've never been booed for. I think that would hurt less than the dead silence that I've had a few times. Oh, oh yeah, there's nothing worse than silence, yeah, right? Like, oh. there's one gig that still haunts me: Phnom Penh, Cambodia. I was the headliner. Nice. You were the headliner. Yeah, for oh. I had no business being the headliner. Steve O. Jocelyn, <laughs> who now is a part of the Bangkok comedy scene, but yeah. at the time was running the Phnom Penh, Cambodia comedy scene. And he came over here. He saw me twice, and I had two really good gigs, which doesn't normally happen you like that. You yourself. And so he had a really skewed view of how capable a comedian I was. So mm. he goes, hey, anytime you want to come to Prom Penn, we can make you the headliner. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I deserve this. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, the room, there were maybe 20 people in the room, that's it. But uh, like 18 women, two men. Oh, and all of them were—they uh, all worked for NGOs. They were like oh, NGO okay. people. Oh, so they're all hippies. And they hated me. <laughs> yeah. just dead silence. Oh my god! For tough, twenty talk minutes about a straight. Tough crowd, yeah, yeah. But the, everybody else did well. I was the only one who bombed. Oh really? Yeah. Well, they were, they were all like liberals, then, weren't they? Like snowflakes. Yeah, yeah. SJWs. <laughs> no, I was. It, I don't even blame them. I was just bad. Yeah, yeah. They just, from the beginning, they just hated me. I had uh, my first joke. <laughs> so my first joke. I go, "Oh, it's lovely to be here in a Phnom Penh." 
uh, hey, don't worry, I live in Thailand. I'm no stranger to uh, unnecessary H's or something like that. I, I was like, oh, this is gonna, this is really gonna yeah. set the tone for a good set. Yeah, that, dead that whiffs a bit. silence. Yeah, <laughs> that one still hurts. They also so literally have plates of shit. Go on, James. What I, are you I was just going to say, I went over to Cambodia once. I was a guest speaker at a uh, literary festival there, and they don't like us from Thailand much. And, uh, <laughs> and it was, uh, you know, all these arty people working for NGOs who like are into charities, and, uh, you know, they drive around in SUVs and have their lifestyles completely paid for by um, tax-paying um, corporations who are avoiding tax in the West. You know, that's how it works. And I'm a guy that... That's actually writing fiction and stories about gritty crime that's actually happening prostitutes in the world. and, and murder pros- they don't like that at all they don't like that mm. at all the first woman a big australian woman st- stood up and said um what what are you doing for female writers in the region it's a strange australian accent uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how would you do it justin how would you do it? What are justice? you doing for female riders in the yeah. area? Yeah, that was me. But you know, she was <laughs> she was so old that she still had the British accent. Oh, you know okay. oh right. She was, yeah, yeah. she was one of the original criminals that came over yeah. on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> she must have been eighty odd years old. And um, at the time, I was working for a Christian uh, convent school in, uh, in in Bangkok. So I said, right. well, I'm actually teaching English to. Um, Thai um, students uh, mm-hmm. uh, from Monday to Friday um, and you know I, I write fiction as well so uh, you know what are you doing madam yeah for, uh, up yours <laughs> but they, yeah they don't they don't like as much in, in, in Cambodia and I can uh, I, you, I can feel your pain Justin with the uh, NGO crowd there yeah did you did you meet Ga- Gary Glitter while you were there no, I think I think Sir Gary had been uh, deported. You know, who Gary Glitter is. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know the details. He was vacationing in Cambodia, <laughs> sampling the local fare. He was sub- Yeah, he was indeed. Yeah, he got ostracized. In Cambodia he got ostracized yeah. from England after they found some uh, some material on his hard drive, and uh, yeah, he came to Cambodia because uh, you know I hear that things like that are easy to to uh, acquire hmm. out there, but I don't know. But anyway, let's move away from the route you're taking, uh, Mickey. Here. Why is it I always go down? You always, you always go. To, you always head towards paedophilia, and I'm, you know, I'm not not really comfortable with this yeah, uh, okay. this direction. Yeah, you're it's taking making it's making me way too on, horny on, on a familiar basis. Yeah, yeah. Is that a bold in your pants, Justin, or have you just got what, what did you call it? Ele- Elephantite epidemiitis. That's epidemiitis. Right. Yeah. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. You see, that that's a classic, a classic stand-up move that I call back to an earlier. But if you get, um, thing, I, right? I, I had mumps as a kid, right? And uh, mumps is yeah. when you just your face explodes; it swells up. Yeah. But apparently, if you get it, um, you know, post um, puberty, it, it, it does the up. same thing to your nuts. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So it's one of those ones that's good good to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Early. And it renders you a jacker mump as nuts. well. I think. Mump nuts. <laughs> what is muck? <laughs> no mump. Mumps. What is mumps? Somebody else explain that. It's when you get like a a, a swelling here. It's like glandular. Oh, I think right. like some kind of fever of the yeah. glands. I, Recognize. <laughs> we call it Kantum. Right. Kantu. Kantum. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's, like, that's what? Like Kantum means itchy, Kan, doesn't it? Kantum oh. means neck. Kantum uh, mm. means like... Swell. Yeah. Swelling. I think he was just going like, how do I get this? <laughs> <laughs> My balls are tiny. Small <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, balls. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Kantum. For those of you listening, James is now showing a picture of Pictures someone with mumps. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, we are going dead way, right? <laughs> so, J- Justin, you've, have you done a few uh, like headline slots ab- about the region or just Thailand? Where, where do you mainly work? Um, well, I've performed in many countries. India, most recently. Oh, right. Wow. Cool. Yeah. What was that like? That was crazy. Um, the first gig I did is this guy, Nasif Actor, who kind of runs the comedy scene in Kolkata, India which is the worst place I have ever been to in my entire life. <laughs> really? Like, it looks like there was a war there. Really? And there wasn't. Oh, like, my God. It, like it's open just, sewers. Yeah, rubble and dust and garbage and, Jesus. like, a cow just walking around. Was it a bit it, fragrant? Yeah, yeah. What's the country near India? Bangladesh. Bangladesh. So I had a friend from Bangladesh, and he was like, like smell, right? Really? That's just one guy, though. Like, um, yeah. are you talking just, about like sweat? No, not sweat. Like, just smell. Feel. <laughs> yeah, like feel. Right. Okay. All right. And okay. then we were in the class. Like after three months, me like and my Thai friends was talking about. Do you think this guy kind of smell? And I say, yeah. Do you think how smelly he is? He was like, my Thai friend was like. I think he smelled like shit. What do you think? <laughs> Brilliant. And like everyone was agreeing. Not only my like my class. We went out and <laughs> my asked, teacher. Yeah, asked around. And then wait, wait, wait a minute. You paraded this guy around. You were like, hey, does he smell? No, we, we have like a mixed class from like my department. We're doing and a project here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We join. We have a joint like a project. project. So. A lot of group join together, and after we get bored about the nerdy project, we have a conversation about. Do you think? This Did guy he know that this was happening? <laughs> yeah, after that he knows because all my Thai friends ask me, Saren, can you like tell, tell him a little bit?" Because it's better if you tell somebody, right? Because I always worry about that. Yeah, I, I sweat and, a lot. But. And obviously, when he was on the front of the classroom, and it's kind of tiny classroom, right? And when we stand behind him we kind of when the aircon like mm, downwind oh yeah, downwind. Downwind. yeah. downwind us we kind of whoa uh, what's <laughs> that Tisha oh and, my god and then I asked him uh, let's say his name like I'm not gonna say his name so I asked him uh, <laughs> dude do you shower at all like we all think you smell wow somebody had to do it oh my god what was that like he was like, um, yeah, I'm showering two times a day. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> you might want to increase that to three. Yeah, yeah, add some deodorant and change your diet. Yeah. And we were like awkward after that. And we went separate ways. So did he, did he, after that, did things improve? I don't think so. No. Oh, yeah. man. So yeah. Well, he didn't hang out with you anymore, so. Yes. In so that sense, they did improve, right? Yeah. Yeah. He went to German to study. Him, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we once had a guy at work called Scott uh, who was extremely smelly back in the UK. Um, and he, he, used to, he used to smell of a mixture of like BO, uh, sort of toilets. It was just really, really bad. And it was so bad that my boss had to take him aside and have a word with him and say, look, man, you know, because he was stinking out the whole office and he was in front of clients and stuff. And it was just no go. And his excuse was that because it was he'd only been there for a month and he hadn't been paid yet, so he said, "Well, I haven't been paid yet, so I haven't been able to buy 
any deodorant. Oh. <laughs> so my boss was like, well, here's some money, go and buy some deodorant. And things did not improve. Mm. Actually, he ended up, we ended up having a cocktail party um, with all the clients and he was sick in a pint glass around, around a table full of clients. He spewed up in a pint glass and that was the Did it overflow or...? Uh, he managed to catch most of it, but some of it overflowed. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, that's my story. But so, where were we? So, so you had a gig, right? Yeah, yeah in yeah, Calcutta. Yeah. I had two, actually, in one day. And one of them was a university gig. Um, and they told me, you are not to use any foul language. That's a lovely a good, accent. Yeah, thank you. They sound like uh, a poo. Yeah. Well, they all kind of, I'm <laughs> sorry, but they, they sound Simpsons. like that. <laughs> Can you do the head shake whilst you do that? Yeah, well? but oh, you know, that. it's on the podcast. Oh, right, yeah. I find that quite endearing. Doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. They were they were great. All the Indian comics were super cool. They they all hang out at this one guy's place. Yeah, and they're all like, "Oh, you're performing tomorrow?" And I was like, "Yeah," and they're like, "We should charge extra." <laughs> why? I'm why? I'm not, and they're like, "Cause you're white." <laughs> <laughs> they will pay premium. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so the first gig was a university thing. It was, um, what the fuck? It was the political science faculty, and they were having a stand up comedy competition. And so Nassif, who had brought me over, was the judge of the competition. And they explained the rules, and they say you can speak in Hindi, Bengali, or English. And they had four competitors. And the room could fit like 100 people, but there were maybe 20, and all of them were way at the back. It was really weird. And then. No, terrible. And then, um, so one of the students was the MC, which is generous for what she was doing. She was just <laughs> reading from a script, and she was like, oh, your first comedian is whatever, Sanjay Gupta, right? And he goes on, this is sounding super racist. <laughs> but anyway. I'm not sure how much of this we so, can put out. So Sanjay goes on, and he's, like, occasionally they would speak English, but mostly it was in Bengali. Right. And so it's just dead silence. But I don't understand a word of what's going on. So I'm like, hey, Nassif, like, is he, he's bombing, right? He said, yes, absolutely, he's bombing. <laughs> I was like, okay, good, at least that's It was a language thing, yeah. yeah. And then he gets off the stage and the MC goes like, oh, give it up for Sanjay. Those scintillating satire was totally side-splitting. And, oh, and man, She no. was just reading this from a script. And, and no, it wasn't side-splitting. And then your next comedian is Raj Binder or whatever. So and she goes, scripted the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and then he goes on and he bombs. And then, yeah, she said, those titillating tales were, were titularly whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was all alliteration. Everybody was bombing. Finally, the last guy goes on and does okay. And then, uh, then they just start announcing me. And Nasif had said he'd go on before me just to kind of set the tone because he said, this is a horrible situation for a yeah. first gig in India. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because if someone, uh, if someone eats shit before you, it's not, it's not, it's not great to go... Yeah. You, yeah. you know, you, 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 is, is it right that you want to go on after someone who's killed because then the crowd are like really like up there, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh. No, we're, yeah, we're just ordering some beers, uh, guys. Okay. No, no, it's fine. This, I, uh, I love it. It's great. Live. We're in the moment. It's yeah, great. this story's not really going anywhere. Anyway, I go, I go on and uh, it was fine. They, <laughs> <laughs> great. I'm they, sorry. They, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great, great punchline. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. You, you did okay. Then. I, yeah, I did quite well actually. They were super supportive. I think they were just amazed that I was white. Like that. Was, right. They were like, "What the fuck Dazzled is this? What is this guy whiteness. doing here?" Yeah, that was his selling point. Oh, okay, yeah. go on, Sarah. Yeah. Right. But I, I think ties always smell lovely. 
I've I've never never met a bad smelling not body odor anyway. Yeah, okay, but but they've got an excuse. They've got an excuse to be meaty. But um, no, I think, um, and I read somewhere that they have a special gene, actually, that... Uh, Makes them really? not smelly. Is that real? Ching, ching, ching. I think it's just the five showers a day that they're taking. Yeah. They're very cleanly people. Thank you. Do you think that we smell? No, like, just some, just some. Like but is there a distinctive white smell? <laughs> no, there's no, like, It smells like money. Smell. <laughs> 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 it smells like yeah. privilege. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you speak That's English? That, that was better. It smells like privilege, yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> now, um, oh, God, where do we go from here? Oh, I've got a great story, right? This guy in America, right, true crime story, he, um, a bit of an idiot by all accounts, he shot himself in the testicles, right? Literally, he had his, fo- he had his phone, he had his uh, gun in his pocket and it went off and he shot himself in the testicles and then... He, when the EMT, the doctors, took him into the, into the hospital to, uh, to sort him out, uh, a bag of weed, like, slid out of his ass hole. Jeez. He'd been hiding. <laughs> <laughs> so not only did he shoot himself in the testicles, but he was hiding a, a big bag of weed in his butthole. And the, the weird thing is, it was in Washington, so le- <laughs> weed is legal. Yeah, yeah you don't, he was just doing it for fun. <laughs> yeah, he must have been. <laughs> for and safekeeping. It's true, so you can Google it. In, in fact... Uh, yeah, it's true. No, didn't I put it in? Uh, I put it in our group chat. I think earlier. Yeah, you did. Um, and oh yeah, I did. Yeah. So you've yeah. you've read this, right? So, so it's like the bullet go through the thigh to the testicle. Yeah. So it's kind of second impact. So yeah. It's not wow. that bad. But, but but the weird thing is, he had weed up his ass. But then when when the police searched his car, they found crystal meth in there. Well, it should have been God. the other way around, right? He should have had the meth up his ass. Well, the weed in the his story car. just keeps snowballing. <laughs> what a weirdo. He was high. What do you want from him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typical. Uh, so wait, is it, they, they gave him, I assume, painkillers or whatever, and then his yeah, he sphincter relaxed. <laughs> yeah, must have done. And then the yeah. morphine just came. do that to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, morphine tightens it up. Does it? Yes. Yes, it does indeed. Yeah, you've never heard of well, the you old like heroin you're speaking thing. From like. experience, yeah. no, no, no. I just know you've never seen Train Spotting. Being, yeah, you've never seen Train Spotting where you ah, whilst you're using, it makes yeah. you constipated. Yeah. It makes you constipated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it can't be. Yeah, that. but if he wasn't a user, and if he was using crystal meth and uh, marijuana, and he got like a shot for medicinal purposes. Maybe so, mate. Yeah, it might probably loosen you up. I think it's, <laughs> a, it's the addiction that, that tightens it. I yeah. Think. And no as well, an, another great story. Did you um, the murder of these two people up north? Did you? Hear yeah, about that? I did. I that's well. Go ahead and tell the story for the listeners. Well, uh, I think there was a Scottish guy, sixty-four, and his Thai wife. They they uh, moved back to Thailand from England, and by all accounts, they were quite rich. They had a bit of money and had this ranch-style property up north. Uh, I can't remember the name of the province now, but I think it was up Chiang Mai area somewhere, and. Um, uh, basically, the brother, I think, of this of his Thai wife, uh, elicited these other people to come and do this guy over, like a hitman, uh, to steal all his uh, property and cars and all that kind of stuff. So they, one of the hitmen, killed uh, the Scottish guy. The brother of the wife bludgeoned her to death with a uh, uh, what's it called a 
a ratchet or something. Oh, a wrench, I think. A wrench, yeah, yeah. That, that's it, Justin, yeah, thank you. Um, and basically they buried them on the property, then tried to sell the car on the black market, and they just turned to shit, basically. So, But I wonder... Uh, and the, the interesting thing about this case is these are the first people to be... Um, received a death penalty in a long time. All four of them have uh, received really? a death penalty. Right. The strangest thing to me about this story is that everyone involved is in their 60s. That was weird, wasn't it? It was like, like so... What kind you know, of... So I guess there's a like moral It's like 63, uh, yeah. City Chai, you, 69. <laughs> you must plan for retirement, people. Otherwise, yeah, you, you're going to have to exactly. murder your sister with a wrench. <laughs> So d- does this shit go on all the time in Thailand? Have we, have we, have we, do, should we be nervous? Uh, I don't have, I don't have any money, so I'm, I think I'm good. Very true, yeah. Very yeah true. You're not just, worth anything. It's, you're quite safe yeah. here. If you are 60, maybe be careful. Yeah. But right, okay. <laughs> you're fine for now. Because I can handle myself, is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, just, it's it's, it's, just work it's out, an equation, right? isn't it? Um, if, if you're Thai dependents, do the maths. And it's, well, he's, he's 40. We've probably got another 20 years out of him. Um, and you know, to provide for the family for a while, yes. and then once he gets to sixty, then we think about killing him. Um, after, oh, after he can stop providing, stay useful, and never, Actually, never, never be worth more dead than alive. That's that's a good point because I was reading the comments. I was reading under the comments of what the the, the the story that we're talking about about the Falong who got killed by his brother-in-law. Um, the comments are like he's worth more alive. Or worth more alive than dead, and I was, I was reading. I couldn't understand it. And that point you just made, yeah, because he's giving money to the family, and now that he's dead, that that income stops to the family, and the wife is mm. dead. So she she's you know they're probably. If no. you have an insurance policy, a, a life insurance policy, and you're worth more dead on paper, you know it can be easily arranged here. We saw in the story it was fifty thousand baht. That was the, the fifty thousand, which is with it, which is just less than two thousand dollars. It's about. $1,800. And that's kind of pricey in that's, Thailand. I've heard well, it 10,000 baht you can get someone. Maybe really? Really? Okay. No Because I was saying that's one month's salary for mediocre English teacher. Yeah. Right. Maybe she needs money and she can't bear with the guy. No, but no. I, she was killed as she well. Got, she was killed. Oh. She got hit in the head with a wrench by her brother. Yeah, her Said brother killed him. But she brother. could have been in on it. You know, she could have been in on the on the whole deal and then... And then they yeah. decided, you know, um, in true, you know, crime noir fashion, let's do her away as well, you know. Um, but Re- it, you know, who, who knows? But the, the interesting thing is that they received a death penalty, which is like really rare. Yeah, it's totally rare in Thailand, Thai, especially for Thais. And I, I can only think they're trying to put out a message um, to uh, to anyone considering. But uh, look, look, they're, they're, let's let's not uh, beat around the bush. This there has been some recent really dreadful crime that's happened, especially when with that tourist that was killed on what is it, Kosamui? Kotao. Kotao. Yeah, yeah, where she was raped and murdered, and he didn't get the death penalty. And that's a really heinous crime what he did. And uh, but they blamed some well, Burmese guy. The, yeah, oh, yeah. Two, they did. Two Burmese guys yeah. have been in prison for Poor the last three really? years. <laughs> that's a twist. Row. I thought it was a Thai guy. No well, way. Uh, well, it was a Thai guy, but that wasn't the guy that got yeah. in prison. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not sure about that. But no, uh, we can't. It could have. It could have been the Burmese guys. Let's make that clear. It could have been the Burmese yeah. too. That story. It's possible. Uh, but I followed this story like at the time. It's like three years ago now, right? It was 2016 or 2015 Christmas or Boxing Day, something. Um, but yeah, they they they. 
you know, it was it was an absolute farce. There was they had evidence and they didn't have evidence. All the cameras didn't work on the island, so no one could see what anyone. You know, it was it was it was a shambles of a case, um, and they they locked up two Burmese guys who were working in the tourist industry there, and they've uh, they're, they're still there to this day. What do you make to that, Sarin? I think uh, first of all, I'm uh, I don't get killed for this, but <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we don't have that many Thai listeners. We'll that are yeah. uh, I think it's kind of mafia or something, and yeah. kind of big influencer in the Iceland and destroy the evidence and maybe shit already prepared like yeah I think they might have like the list of the what do you call it the, the guy that can take the take blame. the blame take yeah. the blame yeah so okay we have like 50 lists of these mermaids who do you want to get rid of? And then just pick one. Jeez, and and what will they do? Pay the family or something? And the Burmese family, or they'll just just, so I'm, yeah, I'm just I, frame Mickey, it. I had heard that theory as well. Is that yeah. these guys are just fall guys? And they said, okay, well, you're willing to spend life in jail, but we'll send X amount of money to your family in Burma, and they'll be taken care of for life, kind of thing. Yeah. What, what do you think? Wow. Of that? I have no idea, but just sounds it right. Sense. It sounds, it sounds, right. It sounds, sounds right. The shit yeah. end of the stick. Well, I, 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 I wonder if life in Bangkwang is better than life in, in Burma. I don't know. I don't want to find out. No, I don't. <laughs> no. no, but some of these crimes, like some, sometimes it happens where like they solve it in like two days or yeah, know, that's always 24 fishy. hours. And I'm like, what mm. the fuck? They can't even do that in America. Who the fuck are these guys? Inspector Gadget or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, 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 what's the method of uh, execution now in Thailand? I have no idea. I think maybe the, the, the guy that James told he about... Knows, yeah. No way, really? I think it's the injection. Sh- shot? The, the latest I heard. It was, it, was always, um, it was always a gunshot to the head, wasn't it? Until uh, I think it's the injection. last executioner hung up his boots. Um, right, yeah. And maybe it's lethal injection now. But they haven't actually carried one out, in my knowledge, for the last 10 or 20 years. Yeah. So I the guy that, that, that murdered his... They normally sister. get pardoned. See, his sister, wife, and sister might oh, no, not get killed. Well, okay. What will happen yeah. is they will be sister pardoned. Yeah. They, they will be pardoned. Yes. Um, maybe next year, or maybe the year after, yeah. or maybe five years time. They get their Why? sentence commuted. Why would they be pardoned? Sorry. Uh, maybe we have empathy for murder. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> sometimes the um, sorry. Some sometimes the parents or the family don't want the um, persecutors killed as well. There was an, um, a Welsh girl on Koh Samui when I was living there in 2002 who was killed on the beach it was similar to the um, the Kotal story and they found someone I think it was Burmese again Burmese again and you know it was a, a kangaroo <laughs> off Sarin's list yeah yeah <laughs> can you blame a Cambodian every once in a while come on mix it up uh, I think <laughs> Loatian like why not a Loatian there are uh, a lot more Burmese than Cambodian in Thailand I think there's a lot workers, I, I, I bet yeah. my house that they're cheaper too like bring in my country. yes that's yeah. it cheaper but the thing with, uh, with with this case was the parents of the girl who died didn't want this um, Burmese guy to be executed they were like hang on oh, they can we not have a proper trial mm. oh. and find out who really did this rather yeah. than just kill some innocent guy yeah because I want like justice the parents of the, of the victim you know but mm. they, I think they went ahead and killed this guy anyway th- and that was the last execution I can remember I think in this case though of the guy bludgeoning his sister to death 
it's pretty cut and dry. It's yeah. pretty obvious. You oh, can't... yeah, these guys are guilty as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely yeah. did it. Man. Yeah, but I still don't think they will see... Um, they, they, I think they would get their oh, sentence I, commuted. Yeah, I think five years after this, he might walk around yeah. between us. But, but, but what's, the, what's the general attitude of ties now of, of foreigners being in the country? Because they, they've changed all these rules, haven't they, about retirement and all that kind of stuff. I think those... Do, do they want to say, do you want us here? Do you want me to fuck off? <laughs> no, I think those kind of policy come from the the old guy, like the mm. yeah. general or something. Yeah, yeah that yeah, makes sense. The so army. It's not the feeling of you younger no, generation, it's not, right? Because a lot of things happen after the coup. Yeah, that doesn't match population need and mm. popular. The, the way the the way the populace is feeling. Yes. It doesn't match, right? So you guys uh, feel free to be here. So, uh, well, do, we have do, your permission. That's, the, uh, that's yeah. all we let's, need. Let's tiptoe well, this subject. It's a very touchy <laughs> subject. No, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll get off politics. But, but what do you think to us expats? Like, do you think? Do you think we're all like? Stupid? I think you guys should be all here. crazy. No, we 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 actually don't know what you actually are. Actually, <laughs> like <laughs> contributing when to I was a, when I was a kid, my mom told me not to mess with white people because. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the white man. Yeah, they all do drugs all the time. Then after that, oh, I found shit. out, oh, they really are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I should have believed my right. mom. Yeah, she, she was right. Exactly yeah. right. Well, I've actually studied Thai society a little bit. And you guys, you guys have like a class structure where you guys have the, you know, the bottom class, the middle class and the upper class. And Falang's are like this weird gray area, you know, this yeah. blob that's mm. outside the class system where like you think they have money because they're far from home, but they could not, they can literally have 5,000 baht in their bank account, you know? Most of them do. Because yeah. when I get on these like little red buses that go down Loud Prow and, and I get on one of those cheap seven baht buses, they're like, what the fuck is this yeah, guy doing exactly. on this bus? It's like, doesn't he have a fucking motorbike or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, what's, what's up with this guy? <laughs> it's weird. They look at me like I'm an alien or something. Yeah. <laughs> Like white guy on the bus is even weirder on white guy on the airplane. You know what I mean? Really? Like if you are on the airplane, it's fine. But if you are on the bus, it's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get a lot of like it, the, it's, the it's like a reverse buses. a reverse yeah. Rosa Parks situation where you've yeah. got Rosa Parks not being allowed on the bus because she's black in 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 uh, America in the sixties, <laughs> but now you've got white guys here, and it's like the reverse kind of thing, like. I always get the bus around Bangkok. When I when yeah. I figured out the bus, like I don't know, fifteen, sixteen years ago, my girlfriend at the time I was like, oh, "Honey, I don't have much money now. I've got to, you know, find a new job." She's and I have to go here. She said, "Why don't you get the bus?" I'm like, "What is this bus? <laughs> what is this bus thing?" And then she said, "No, look." Um, she took me to the bus stop, and I worked out the bus went to here and there. And now I'm 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 uh, you know I'm, I'm compulsive about the bus. I have to know where every single bus is going, and I have this route yeah. in my but head. But doesn't it just but take ages? But sometimes it's, it, it, it's interesting. The bus conductor or the ticket lady will not come up to you and ask you for money. Why? Because really? she's scared that um, her English isn't brilliant enough to be oh. able to have a fluid conversation with you. So quite often you sit around on the bus oh. and travel for free <laughs> just because they're too wow. um, scared about having some kind of conflict. Of, eight, uh, eight bars. Get him out of the country. That's you know, amazing. I, I, I speak more or less you know, quite fluent Thai, you know, but they just won't come up to me. How much is yeah. the bus? <laughs> it's, well, it's gone up, isn't it? It's 10 baht now. Oh, wow. 12 yeah. or something. If, yeah, wow. Aircon. Yeah. Aircon can go up to 20 baht. But um, <laughs> it's congratulations on your privilege. Ah, <laughs> white privilege. Yeah. yeah, white privilege. Do you get the bus around? How, how I, do you get around? I haven't around? done it for a while, but when I was in university, I used to do it a lot. 
Yeah. Because it saves a lot of money and. Yeah. What? What? Tell me. What do your parents do for a living? Are you? Are you? Are you upper class? No, I'm like a, a low middle class actually. Like my right. mom is a housewife. Yeah. And my dad working in kind of private company mixed with the government company. Right. Kind of. So like good pensions, good good benefits and stuff like that. But, but I would say steady, like middle steady ground salary. pension. Yeah. It's not really high for. Right. The guy his age. Yeah. But you yourself are a p- computer programmer. Yes, I'm a computer programmer. So you're probably doing okay. I'm doing great, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm nice. Killing it. Sorry, smashing it. it. Yeah. I'm doing a startup company for condo private social network. Cool. Really? Social network. Yeah. So like uh, if someone gets a new condo, you can you know, hey, that's a cool condo. Let me like that. Yeah, you can like, share. Look at my friend; he's got a new condo. Share. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Facebook for condo. Oh no, no, I, I know what you mean. They've got this in America. It's like neighborhood app. Yeah, I cannot where, remember the name. Uh, where, where you, you, you basically, if you're in one neighborhood or in a condo building, you all sign up and you can say, "Oh, I saw a, an Asian. Uh, sorry, I saw <laughs> I, I saw an Indian. I saw Indian an Indian guy in in the lobby the other day, and everyone's like, "What the hell was he doing there? Did he leave a smell?" Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, so that's what it's for, right? You, yeah, and it, it's like a community sort of app, basically, right? Yes, like to snitch on smelly oh, people. Nice. <laughs> Don't say that. So, what, what? Where are you? Are you are you raising money? What? Oh no, uh, we are work. Actually, we work in uh, SCG, major cement producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they okay. want to do a startup company inside, so they recruit the the guy inside to make a startup company. It's like there are now 20 of them right now. Mm-hmm. And one of them, one of the team. And then right now we are in the stage of making the product market fit stage. So we're kind of making on the, the important feature first, like yeah. issue tracking between committee and juristic because we want to like... Oh man, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a cool feature that, that the, the juristic people and the owners can get involved as yes. well, right? Like, uh, so we want to catch the committee and juristic first because those guys are the biggest influencers. Mm-hmm. So we catch those guys with issue tracking. Then we are doing parcel notification now. So we are now catching the residents. Like the, the, nice. The so, so if you make it big like Mark Zuckerberg and I invest like 3,000 baht, will that turn into <laughs> like uh, 30 million baht? I'm not sure about that. I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm not really rich right on, now. I'm, I'm, yeah. trying to, I'm trying to hop on that train. You know, Mark yeah, Zuckerberg, if you, invest, oh. if you invested just $5 in Mark Zuckerberg when he was doing Facebook, you'd be at least be $5, million, $5 million at least. Mm. Yeah, you, you, I think you have to take a lucky shot because there are a lot of startup companies right now. And those guys are not really, like mm. majority of them are not really doing great. Do you speak to uh, Igor then? He's a startup guy, right? He's a... Yes, yeah. uh, he talked to me about uh, his company with his friend, but it's kind of right. I already have a job already. Oh, that's, okay. So that's you don't what I told that. him. Right, right. Okay, Justin, what 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 do you do? What's your day job? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> a content uh, provider, male stripper. Yeah. <laughs> so my job title is senior content marketer. Um, oh, you really are a content, content provider. provider. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a great place, and I fully uh, I love it there. Yes. Um, Where do you work? What? This is a company called 
lexicon business communications. Right. Okay. And lexicon. So, yeah. Sounds so like what we do Superman. is uh, yeah. That's the whole point. Is so we provide um, so SEO content, social media, video, graphic design, all of this stuff we do in house for our clients, and uh, I wow. mostly just do copywriting. Right. So do you like it, or is it just is it means to an end? It's like, are you all in on comedy? And it's just like, do this, pay the bills, get up and do the standard comedy on a comedy on a night, and whatever pays the bills to get where I want to be. Yeah. Um, well, this job, I, I was an English teacher for five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was teaching grade two English reading and conversation right. for five years. And I was just completely on autopilot at work and not developing in any meaningful right. sense professionally. Yeah. So I figured I need to get... Stuck I, in a rut. I studied journalism, so I, figured, I was like, okay, I need to find a writer job. And I found this job, and it's working out all right so far. Is it helping you with comedy? Not really. Not at all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've gotten a couple little bits out of the job. Yeah, the, the um, shoes bit. The shoes thing, the, yeah. Uh, I, I, do you know, I think probably the worse your life in day-to-day, -day, the better your comedy is, right? Because if, if you've got a real struggle, if your life's totally shit, then you can... Am, am I right? Because I always feel that the best comedians are people that come from slightly fucked-up backgrounds. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I think people that have a bit of a struggle. I don't think it's related I think brilliant people can be like, if your life yeah, is there's good, always you outliers. Can be great. If your yeah, your life absolutely. is good, they can also be great. I have seen like a shitty people with a shitty comedy before. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make sense for right. me. Right. Yeah. But I think what he's getting at, what Mickey's getting at, is like for the best comedians, it's good when they're struggling a little bit. Yeah. Like when they get, I don't want to, if they get rich and famous and comfortable then it's not necessarily good for their comedy. Like, yeah. for Louis C.K., I think this thing is the biggest blessing in disguise that'll ever right, happen to him. Right, right. Like, obviously, I don't condone the behavior, but... Yeah, I don't think he really did that much. I mean, what did he do? Jerk yeah. off in front of a few women? I think, women. It's, I, I think it's they were okay. It's certainly with it. pardonable. And I mean, we, yeah, I don't want to get into the. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I don't really care. No, I agree with you on that point, definitely. Because, I mean, when you go through something hard, you like the only way to get out of it is by making light of a dark situation. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a flip to the coin. Like like me, when I'm, when I, uh, when I'm feeling bad about something or I want to get something out, I write it down. I'm, I, I'm a poet. So I get. Like if I go through a bad know. bad breakup, I, I write it into poetry, and then I get that. I like it's like a a syringe that takes that out, and I throw it out on paper. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you, you know. were a poet. Why? Where's this come from? I, I've told you before. Yeah, yeah, you said you were going to come to a poetry night, but but you didn't say like you it's, were. A f it's not going to happen unless we have a live reading here and now. Right, yeah, well, give, give I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make anybody cry because it's it's so <laughs> so deep and touching. <laughs> so deep and touching. Do you, you know? do like is it like slam poetry or no? Just, I, just a lot of free verse poetry. Um, mostly, yeah. Of course, it's sad, you know I, I like tragedy or sad poetry because it's like I take everything that I have inside and I like to just take it out and put it on the paper and then like when i'm reading this poetry that i was really you know sad about or something i read it five five years after because i have poetry that's like 10 years old and you read it after you're like huh, i remember when i felt like that and you're great now you know it's like uh, a snapshot you know? getting a whole new side do they still have any poetry evenings in in bangkok it was a big thing for a while wasn't it there was a uh, bangkok lunacy 
Yeah, lyri- lyrical, is it still lyrical going lunacy. Here? They still do it here. I, I don't know how often. I think once a month at least. Okay, we're at the live lounge at the Sportsman on Soy Sukhumvit 13, and uh, they have the, the raw comedy night. That's right. right. Raw um, comedy every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Eight o'clock. <laughs> eight o'clock. Um, and you had an event on Friday. You had an event uh, this week as well, which was a, yeah. a celebration, an anniversary or something. Yeah, our second anniversary. Yeah, so How yeah. much money do, 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 do you raise? I don't know. We'll have to ask Chris. We, yeah, we it raised was for, a, for a, a Slum Kid uh, Foundation. Yeah, um, it's for the, the charity is called the, the Foundation for Slum Child Care. I want to get that correct. Yeah. It sounded like we were oh, making awesome. it up because I was hosting was the like show and I kept like saying it differently. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Slum child, slum dog child care, whatever. Anyway, yeah, we raised. Uh, is that a dog or a slum child? No, it's for children. Okay. Um, <laughs> toy. Um, it's not side dogs. It's okay. an orphanage. So, it's side kids. Yeah, it's an orphanage. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and yeah, we raised not that much money, but we raised. You know, a little money goes a long way when you're. Well, it's not just the money you work, you, yeah. you raise. You know, it's the it's the awareness, isn't it? That, exactly. Um, there's people yeah. out here doing uh, the, these uh, the, these foundations exist, and mm-hmm. we can contribute to them in the future if we want to so we were looking at it slightly cynically just going like all right well this would be a good way to get a big audience <laughs> and, and you dirtbag no and and then we can help out the slum children ah, as well it's well, a there's, win-win there's this whole uh, uh virtual um signaling movement on social media now which someone virtue, uh, signaling, yeah. virtue signaling right yeah, yeah. you know if you're seen to be doing something good you know, even if you're not, you know, in, an inherently good person, you get those there, there, are, there are people points. that take photos of themselves giving money to beggars on the streets or yeah. stuff like this, and, and they people post like me it to say their on profile the all the time. And, uh, and then they, uh, you know, they, they ask people for money. You can give this guy money because, you know, he's a, he's, he's a, uh, he's a virtuous person. It's those, it's those people who, who picture themselves giving a, a hundred baht to a beggar, and then when the photo's taken, they rip it back out of their hand and put it back in the pocket and walk away. It happens. I saw this on Soy 11. No way. I was was walking (laughs) down... I was walking down with the guy who was involved with the film company with, uh, he was a bit of a, uh, yeah, a virtue signaller in many ways, uh, but we were walking down and some, some guy was uh, giving money to a beggar and taking a photo, his friend was taking a photo of it, um, and then they just walked on quickly, and I, I said, what's that all about? He said, oh, it's uh, you know, virtue, virtue, virtue signaling, he said, that's what we have to do, you know, if you want, if you want to make it big, you know, you have to, have to be seen to... Uh, Look like a nice guy, and I'm like, well, I, I look after three kids. I've got a family, you know. I, I teach children English, you know. I do enough virtue without having to make shit up. Mm. Uh, but it, yeah, but I'm not saying that uh, there's some kid, no. This was for the children. In any way, virtual yeah. signal. No, it wasn't it, really. It, it, it was just a good place. It's, it's a win-win. Uh, yeah. we, we we wanted to get a crowd, and we wanted to do raise money for a good cause at the same time, and also. There's another little motivation behind this is rock comedy has gotten some flack from some people. I don't want to get too far into it. Uh, it oh, it's offensive and whatever. And so it's like, okay, well, we're going to be offensive That's comedy. for the children. Uh, what, what? There, there was the, um, the event where the feminist, the feminist oh. um, reaction. Let's talk about that if we may. Okay. Do, do you know the one I'm talking about? Yes, I'm absolutely. I was on. I it. wasn't there. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk? Yeah. About tell that? us what happened. I suppose I don't want to burn bridges here or create more of a rift in the comedy scene. But okay, uh, how many details do I give here? We did a show called the Toxic Masculinity Show. Right. And the whole point, it was a joke. 
Right. Because there are many other shows in Bangkok where it's female-only performers. Right. And it's billed as like, oh, a safe space right. for women. For females. Yeah, yeah, and whatever. And so we, as a joke, it was Phil Koo's idea, by the way. Phil Koo, another local comedian. Really? Um, yeah, I'm just, so I'm just you, putting if, that if, out if there. If you want to direct your hate and anger at everyone, yeah, Phil, Phil Koo. That's Phil Koo. Not the podcast. You know, <laughs> we, we, we are a Me Too movement, and uh, we support women <laughs> Me too viewers. Friendly. You know, we are Me Too friendly. Right, yeah, you want to clarify that part. We're not like Hashtag Me, Me too, too inducers. And Indian friendly. <laughs> Yeah, Indian, yes. Indian yeah. friendly yeah. as well. Smelly friendly too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah. And so anyway, we just did the toxic masculinity show. Um, a big group of <laughs> female comedians showed up and sat in the back with their arms crossed. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. And it was it was a really awkward show. And, and, they, and they turned up knowing that it was toxic, toxic masculinity yeah, they did. show, and they, I don't they, think they showed up in protest, basically, right? No, I don't think so. I think they showed up just to watch it with the expectation that it would fail miserably. Mm-hmm. And it oh, kind of did. Okay. okay. And I don't fault any of them for that, by the yeah. way, if any of them are listening. They came and they sat at the back, which is what comics do, and they, yeah, they just kind of watched the train wreck of that <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, quite poetic, yeah. though, that it was uh, a train wreck, it, The weird thing was that, that it wasn't even that toxic of a show. It was <laughs> it was just standard raw comedy. Just but rude we, jokes, But because we build it as such, it got... It didn't even get that much pushback from people, really, mm-hmm. um, with a few minor exceptions. You know, I'm, I'm kind of uh, tiptoeing around this subject because right. I don't want to... No, but you're right. But people are just too butthurt nowadays. People are so concerned with with jokes. I will say this though: some some of the male comedians were they wanted so much for there to be a backlash that they almost exaggerated the backlash and created a boogeyman that didn't really exist. Like I don't want to name names, but there's some of that going on as well. They're rearranging their mic cords here. <laughs> no, um, uh, th- it's funny because in today's society, I mean, I'm, I look, again, I am uh, Me Too friendly. I support <laughs> females very much, especially our female listeners. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. But uh, I feel like I, in today's societies, the, the males are, are somewhat... Uh, are being um, maligned, out, outcasted, would be maligned or, for like for, so. For I understand. Male I'm, look, I'm, again, I'm not. I'm not saying that um, females' opinions aren't highly valued because I I highly value females' opinions and their feelings and what happens. But I mean, like if if a like you know in that instance where if a guy were to go on uh, you know this uh, all female thing and you know Heckle. it would it would yeah or do something it would yeah. it would be it would be like yeah. oh you guys are. Right. Assholes! Yeah. You guys are not. You guys are. You guys don't support our our cause well, that, here. That, let's turn it around. I mean, there was a, a theater production called the, the the Vagina Monologues, which was really successful. And they, uh, it's a bunch of female comics. I think there's like twelve of them, and it's a play that was popular. Um, and imagine if it was an all female feminist um, production, theater production, or comedy production, and a group of uh, you know staunch um, male. Um, toxic male drinking, misogynist drinking supporters turned you know. <laughs> up at the back of the audience just to like watch them fail yeah, yeah. and to watch the train wreck as you put it yeah. it would be a, a slightly different um, it would oh. probably be considered more intimidating right. perhaps I think there's a double standard though because there are two different things like I don't know <laughs> like we, we, 
women are just more sensitive and they their feelings matter more than our feelings mm. <laughs> <laughs> their feelings matter more to them and they should matter more to us but like, that's why like, i love women because yeah. they're sensitive that, that that is why that's i mean it's the whole male female thing isn't it we we i, I don't know i i think in in this age being chivalrous is, is a crime uh, opening doors for people c- can be really seen as toxic masculinity as well when all you're doing is trying to look after women and and i want to look after my wife and make sure she's happy and and look after her feelings and shit look i don't and, and 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 if that's if that's toxic masculinity then well fuck me the, the Shoot vast, me. The vast majority of women though it's a very vocal minority of women that I, are I agree with sh- you. that are shouting down all this yeah. stuff most women are third wave feminists. It. Yeah, most women want their men to be chivalrous. Catering. Maybe uh, publicly they'll say they want to be 100% equal or whatever, but it, within relationships, yeah. what woman wants a guy that's... She wants a guy that she sees as cool. Yeah. Or she's got heavy backs. Or, she wants you to fucking carry a bag, Yeah, she man. wants she you to wants open to the pickle jar. She wants you to open the door. I don't know. She wants you to replace the batteries in a dildo when they... Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just yeah. got I got a left hook there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm a teacher too, and I'm teaching my my Thai students uh, gentlemen gentlemen things like like one of the one of the girls are having a heavy backpack. I make my students go and carry her backpack up the stairs. I have them open doors. I'm having them. I'm teaching them very good very good gentlemen. And then now to the I teach them gentlemen matters to the point where they call each other out. You're not being a gentleman. <laughs> You're making that girl pick up a paper off the floor. You should be picking. But you're up. reinforcing outdated gender roles there. You're saying the girl can't carry her own heavy bag. Um, you guys, <laughs> you guys have all obviously we've all dated Thai women um, in this room. I, I think Justin, you you have a Thai girlfriend. I do, yeah. And uh, I think Saren's only dated white women. He was telling me. Earlier. Oh no, he, yeah, he has he has threesomes uh, with, uh, <laughs> with heavily pregnant women. In um, fact, it was Nigerians. Yeah, only so. feminist comedians, but. Um, <laughs> Here's one I, I find difficult getting my head around When you're in a shopping mall With a Thai girlfriend And she passes you Her handbag Have you had this before? Yeah Or is it just um, me? Where you're expected To carry um, a lady's bag mm, That's a big um, no-no In our culture For the duration of uh, The shopping trip And it's a no-no In our culture in, in the West You can't actually As a man You can't carry a lady's bag For the afternoon uh, yeah. But if you refuse If you say no it's considered impolite here. Luckily, my girl doesn't have... She just carries around these, like, uh, canvas grocery <laughs> bags. And well, she just carries fine. all her shit yeah. in there. It's so not... La- so I don't mind carrying that. It just looks like a grocery bag. Yeah, it's not a purse. Yeah. If it's, a, you know, a single-use plastic bag, fine. But if it's a, if it's a pink, frilly uh, handbag yeah. with all the attachments, it, it's It depends, really actually. Like, if you set the tone when you start dating... If you don't Good want point, to, yeah. yeah. If you don't want to carry her back, just make it clear in the first place. I've dated yeah. some Thai women before, so it depends on the girl. So you need to like be sneaky about it. You cannot. You, you made it, you made definitely a good point, and I think that's a lot of things, especially in relationship, people fail to do is set a tone in the beginning. I think it's like you're tiptoeing on shit. You, yeah. Should I do I mean, this? On Should day I do that? one, I just like to backhand around the face. And <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just, I know that just seven, like seven months later, you've been building up this pressure of shit that you didn't like, and all of a sudden you're like. <laughs> Snap! You're like, where did this come from? You liked it. I haven't mm. fucking liked it for eight months. Yeah, <laughs> but you didn't yeah. say that when you, you when you want to have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how many? Uh, how old are you? 
<laughs> how many, how uh, many uh, white women have you been with? <laughs> uh, I, I never been been. I, I I have never been with any white woman. I'm just dead. No, I asked how old you were. Uh, 20, <laughs> yeah. You didn't need to answer my sarcastic question. What do you really want to know? He's answering the subconscious question. I'm just 25. I'm 25 like two weeks ago. Cool. All right. So have you been with a white Belated birthday. Back on the white one. Have you seen a grown man naked? Not on film, but in person. Yeah. Me? Yeah, in person. Not your dad. Not your dad. I never seen the grown man except wow. myself in so front of the mirror. In a mirror. <laughs> yeah. You don't play you don't play sports? I used to play basketball. You never saw He goes in the shower with his trunks on. No, we like we wear clothes when we were playing basketball. <laughs> no, I mean it, yeah. yeah. What, what, you don't what, do what naked kind of basketball, basketball you play? <laughs> yeah. Cocks out. Rings out. Yeah, it's, it's shirts a, and skins. It's a line from the movie Airplane, obviously. You know, you ever seen a grown man naked? And he's in the cockpit with the basketball player who's the co-pilot. You've seen the movie yeah, Airplane, yeah. right? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So what, what was the original uh, line of questioning, Mickey? It wasn't well, about naked no, men. No, I, I don't know. I, I, I just want to know, like, I want to know more about you because you're so interested. Yeah, I, so I feel like you're this mentalist guy, this stand-up comedian, your Thai guy. Right. Like, <laughs> man you're 25, year old, you're 25 years old. <laughs> the the comedy, comedy thing I have to give Justin a little bit of credit because... Oh, did he oh. push you that, right? Yeah, he, he's kind of really supportive for me. Like, cool. there, there are a few guys that are supportive, but he's one of the top guys that pushed me on the cool. stage. It's because he's funny. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> man. Naturally funny. I mean... Yeah. I, I think I'm not really sure if I'm funny if, like... You are. Yeah, thank I'll you. I'll tell you. Yeah. But, but I think you sometimes wonder, are people laughing at my jokes or are they just laughing because I'm a Thai guy saying these things? Yeah, he's reading you get my extra mind. Points. Yeah. Hey, you get extra yeah. points hey, for yeah. being a A laugh is a laugh. You, you don't read their minds, but right? But like sometimes, <laughs> he'll, like for instance, he'll be like, oh, and so I said, I use Google, you cunt. And then everybody laughs. <laughs> And he goes, I know you're just laughing because it's a Thai guy saying that word. <laughs> <laughs> but it's any laugh counts, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. It counted. Yeah. Thank you. We're definitely laughing with you, not well, at Maybe you. you should record. Well, I'm sure they record or something, but you record it and you play it yeah, back. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, okay, so these guys are actually I'm laughing not. at me at this moment. Or they laugh with, with me right. at this moment. <laughs> yeah. but, and you balance your with me and at me. And then now you, you, you can... Uh, Evaluate yeah. your data, you know? As far as I'm <laughs> concerned, any laugh is a good laugh. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, sorry, carry right, on. So, so the thing is, uh, I went out with him, and that's kind of built up my material. You dated? No, we, we, were, <laughs> we went out on a bar. A oh, okay, all right. Okay. He tells it way differently on stage. It's yeah. Day, right? it's, it's not because there are three people there, Jackson, Justin, and me. So Jackson love Jackson, third, yeah, third love him. No, Justin is no. Oh, yeah, Jackson is third view because we was having a beer before Jackson come in, and then uh, Jackson want to hang out, <laughs> and we went to the bar, and then uh, I after that I have studied white people. Then after that I went on stage to tell some material there. You're being very cryptic right now. Yeah, so we went on a yeah just. You want to tell your side of story? <laughs> well, let's just wait what? until. Uh, there's no, there's just, okay. uh, 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 are, we, are we picking that up on the on the on the, uh, on the mic? Yeah, yeah. There's some kind of. We got the Texas 
Someone's just started the world's shittiest motorbike outside. Grinding, it's grinding. I'll tell you what, shall we have a two minute break? Yeah, let's have a break. Let's tell him to shut up. Yeah. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs) So where were we? We were at the bar. But before that, actually. So anyway, Siren tells this story on stage. Uh, Very untrue version of this story. (laughs) But thankfully, he always changes the name. Yeah. Last time you changed it to George. George, because the whitest name I've known. <laughs> but you, you say George kind of... Let's, let's hear you say George. George? Okay, you're actually nailing it this time. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was, it was after a show. And Siren, Jackson, and I, Jackson, Fauché, another comedian. You've had him on as a guest, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We so we were Jackson, in a taxi yeah. cool. on our way to Soy 22. And we actually got pulled over by the police. It was a police roadblock. And they pulled us out of the car. And they're searching us, and uh, Jackson and I are freaking out, right? Siren's just chilling. Luckily, we didn't have anything on us, but they're, they're searching yeah. us. They were cool enough, but this is stressful. They can plant stuff on you. Exactly. They so, can, so right? yeah, they can. And we were pretty drunk, right? So we're, we're, this is not a nice situation for Jackson and I. And we're finally, the cops go, okay, you guys are free to go. Saren, meanwhile, he has his cards out, and he's like, I'm just going to show him a magic trick. Oh, wow. <laughs> And Jackson no and I go, no, no, put your cards away right now. Get in the car. We're getting out of here. No magic. <laughs> they were These are not out. credit cards. These are playing cards yes. that you, you brought out. Uh, were, they, uh, were they, like, interested when you showed up? They're interested like, because I have no. the deck of cards in my pocket, right? And they were searching me, and I saw... I showed them the deck of cards. And, are you a magician or something? Was, yeah, do you want to see a trick? And they were interested, so I was like, yeah, let's do the trick. And then this guy were like, "No, we're no, going. absolutely not! Get the fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. This is a great story. So you didn't actually—they didn't actually st- stick around for the trick. No, we no. didn't. We did not allow him to do his trick. He almost dragged me in the taxi, so <laughs> I cannot. Has, has anyone here ever spent a few nights in a Thai jail? No, thankfully, no. I would no. spend all the money I have to avoid one me night too. of Thai prison. <laughs> how how much? Right, say if I got caught with some weed right i got a bit of ganja yep and they, they pulled me over how much would it cost me to get out of that i, I mean th- it depends who's around right? how many policemen are around if it's only one then you can get away with it but if i don't know the white price but for type people it's not that maybe two thousand baht or something or maybe you don't have to pay at all because after you sober they let you go or right after the weed thing is out by calling your friend's friends, police friends, or whatever. Oh, so having friends in high places, basically. Um, yeah. Sorry, and I have this. This is unrelated slightly, but yeah, um, so this guy that I play hockey with, I play ice hockey here in oh, Thailand, cool. by the way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh well, you're Canadian, so that that yeah, yeah I have that, to. That yeah, that that <laughs> computes. But where yes. the hell do you play ice hockey? Central Ramanine, on the seventh floor of the mall. There's oh. a, a legit ice oh. hockey rink. Wow, the okay. ice is garbage. Are you a goon? No, look at me. <laughs> What's I, a, I, I don't even know what a goon is, but isn't that one that that's punches the enforcer, the other guy? Yeah, the fighters. We don't fight. It's not real hockey. It's, oh, okay. it's right, pickup. Right. It's just for fun. Okay. But there's um, a league. There's, yeah, there, there are several leagues, actually. Cool. Wow. Yeah, there's a, a foreign-run league, and then there's the Thai league that just started. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, so they're allowed to have... And the Thai league. Watch. We're looking for sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, there's a Thai guy that I play hockey with. He's super rich. I won't say his name. And he has a card 
that if ever he gets pulled over by the police, he calls this guy and then goes here, talk to this guy. And no matter what it is, he'll get off. Like, it's um, just, yeah. And I, I said, can I need a copy of that car. Yeah. That's how you yeah, it's, yeah, get it out is. of jail. It's literally get out of yeah. jail free card. Yeah. And I asked him if I could call him if ever I got in trouble. And he said, uh, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's privileged. Uh, so that's the ISO privilege. <laughs> but yeah, with weed, I guess um, I guess if you had a little bag of, of weed on you and you got caught by the police, um, you, you would negotiate, wouldn't you? You would. I mean, they, they say just don't go to the station. The moment yes. it's it's actually processed yeah. um, in the police station, then you're looking at because you know you're not. It's not a question of whether you're guilty or not. It's just a question of what price. the penalty is going to be, what the price is going to be. Uh, but if you can negotiate um, a, a number before you get to that stage, yeah. um, I I I got um, I was in Koh Samui once and uh, I was uh, I was drink driving. I was on a motorbike and um, I was riding along, rolling along uh, Chuang um, High Street, just like looking left and right as you do, like checking out the bars and stuff. And there was a, uh, a song towel in front of me, and the song towel suddenly stopped. And I was looking left and right. I didn't see it. I hit the back of the song tower, only traveling at about 10 kilometers an hour, going really slowly. But I came off the motorbike. And it just so happened there was a police officer, um, or two police officers on another motorbike um, just across the road. And they uh, they kind of helped me back onto the motorbike. And uh, they, they and we started negotiating right there on the street. And they, they said 100,000 baht, you know, straight off the bat. That seems grossly overpriced. Straight off the bat. And I was like, okay, well, you went in with the hundred. There's, there's no damage to this. Uh, there's no damage to this song towel. Um and you know, I can. Yeah, I've had a couple of beers, and I'm driving a motorbike, which is wrong. You know, ethically and morally, that's wrong. So I'm going to have to negotiate. So I went back with one thousand, and we eventually uh, um, settled on ten thousand baht. And we went back to the police station, and um, the the song tower driver came with us. Um, and uh, it was the 2002 World Cup. The football was on um, in the police station. They had a TV there, and they had a fridge with some beers in. So they, they got some beers out, and we drank a couple of beers <laughs> each. And uh, they, they put it in the book. They put the 10,000. They gave 5,000 to the Songtow driver. Uh, the police took the other 5,000. And uh, we drank the beers, watched the end of the, end of the match. And, and then you drove home. And they, they, <laughs> I, 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 I was so drunk by this point, Justin. I was so fucking drunk. They literally carried me um, to my motorbike to drive back. <laughs> and uh, what, what I did, I, I, I drove the wrong way around the island. So rather than it taking like five minutes, it took 25 minutes. I drove the entire way, the wrong way around the island, like really fast. And ended up back in my uh, uh, bungalow, uh, ten thousand baht. These, these, less off. I love, I love these stories about Thailand, man. It's just, oh, I, I, I know I'm a, I'm an evangelist about being Thailand. I love being here, but that when I hear stuff like that, I just love it even more. Yeah, because in England, you, you're fucked. If you get caught drink driving in England, you're fucked. As you, well, you should be. <laughs> yeah, but again, really, that's part though, of the reason. Should you be though? Should your life well, be over? I feel that you should be allowed to do. A drunk driving test, you know, because yes. I feel like I trust myself a little drunk more than I do most drivers. Exactly. So if I could pass the test with however blood alcohol, then I'm allowed to be that drunk while I'm driving. <laughs> I, that's what I think. Yeah. So they take you down to a racing track and say, say you've had four beers the night before. They give you four beers on that day, 
and then they put you on the track and then they give you loads of obstacles to do and if you pass then you you're free to go yeah that's what i said fucking right justin i love that well in the united states in, in washington state i think they say it's ten thousand dollars u.s dollars minimum for your first dui and you have to go to inpatient treatment to do you lose your license for one year as well, I like in England? No, I think you'd lose it for three or six months. But in Laos, I did my fair share of drink and drive, and I'm not condoning it. But uh, the thing is, is they have these like police checkpoints. And Laos is actually communist, if, for our viewers out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you ask any Falang, what, what do you do if there's a traffic stop? You know, Because they have the cones that are blocking that one way of the street. Their number one thing to say is drive around it. <laughs> yeah, just keep going. So I uh, one time I was pulling out of uh, this and there was a bar called O'Grady's Irish Pub. And uh, I make a right an, an unfortunate right turn. I could have made a left and avoided this thing, but I didn't. And I made right and they had that police checkpoint. And I was like, oh, shit. It's either going to cost me a lot of money or it's going to send me to jail. And I drove around that thing. I had whistles blaring after me, and all I did is just got in the engine. was fucking gone. And uh, in the United States, if you were to do that in a police checkpoint, <laughs> they'd, they'd be after you, wouldn't you, they? Would, be you would get a DUI. You would get an invading arrest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have been in jail for, for a long time. Like uh, I love the nonchalant policing that they have here. Like, <laughs> okay, this guy is clearly a criminal. Mm. But he's already all yeah, the way over the there. <laughs> <laughs> Do we yeah. really? Want, we'll catch somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've been caught twice for doing stuff here, and I've got away with it both times. Yeah. Well, the, the first time uh, I was um, I was working out in, in Lacrabang at a, at a at site, and we were building a warehouse. And uh, I got uh, back to one of the toll. You know, sometimes on the toll, on the toll gates, the, they just test everybody. Who goes through? So, I was going through, and they put the old thing in your mouth. And I had to breathe into it, and they they took me into uh, into the side, and they were telling me um, I'd, I'd only had one beer. So I was arguing with them immediately. I was saying, "Look, I've had one beer. This can't be right. I've only had one beer." And they said uh, five thousand baht, and I was like, "No, no, 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 not five thousand. And then this sort of more senior policeman walked in behind these other two, and he. I, I knew he was more senior because they both stood up and they both wired him. So as he walked in, I was like, hey, hey, come here. And I said, these two people are trying to charge me like 5,000 baht for this, this thing. And um, I said, I've only had one beer, blah, blah, blah. And he like called the other two policemen over to him. They walked over, came back, and they said, okay, 500 baht. See, that's oh, it. Always, it always yeah. just, it's always 10% of what they're asking. And, isn't I said, yeah. and I said, I've got 140. And yeah. Said, yeah. And I said, Boom. okay, 140. Take it. That's, that's a rule in Laos, too. That's a rule in Laos. You, 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 if you carry money, you, you need to stash it. You know, and only, yeah. The rule is only keep 20,000 kip in your wallet. So if they pull you over for anyone or you, you do it. Because, I mean, one time I was just driving my motorbike and I, there's no fucking people that cross the street, but it's a crosswalk busy street and I, I i drove up and i passed all the you know like they do here in bangkok you pass all the cars and you park up front and i was blocking the intersection and they pulled me over they're like okay um this is gonna cost you one hundred thousand, or it was a it was a high price and i was like what no i only got twenty thousand bought and i opened my wallet and i showed them that's all i had and they're like, kip all right. though right yeah kip that bought twenty twenty thousand kip yeah good call 
And uh, I just showed them I only had that much. And they're like, all right, we'll take it, and, you know, on your way. And if I had, like, you know, if I flashed all the money that I had in my wallet, they would have been like, okay, well, the price is definitely going I love up. how unthorough they are. <laughs> they just go, ah, you know, <laughs> fine. Well, there's, there's this thinking that you should have, like, two wallets, right? It's like your real wallet. And your dummy your wallet. wallet. <laughs> uh, like, but a police wallet is also if you get mugged as well. You have like a wallet with 200 baht in it, a couple of expired credit cards. Oh, so that's what uh, you give up. Yeah, so if you get pulled over by the police, you pull out that wallet. It's got 200 baht in it or 500 baht in it. That's all it has in it. Um, or if you get mugged, you pull out that wallet, your dummy wallet. Um, with, with so, sorry, does this annoy you as foreigners over here taking advantage of the rules? No, we did it as well because <laughs> <laughs> as as a Thai guy, we get that as well. But we like we all know the price. It started yeah. five hundred baht, and then if you know the drill, you're gonna ask for one hundred baht. Then the police gonna know that we carry the money always. Like Thai people always carry the money more than like five hundred baht. So the price gonna go to like two hundred baht, and they're gonna mm. leave us like. 200 baht to go home or get drink afterward. Whatever. Right. So the price is around 200 baht. Right. Okay. Hey, so, do you think, Siren, do you think when Thai people go to other countries where bribing is not possible and highly illegal, Ooh. do you think there's ever been a Thai person in like America? America going <laughs> like, okay. Can <laughs> yeah, we do this? I now? got $20 <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. You just leave me alone. $20. <laughs> That, that's the price in my country. <laughs> yeah. I think we all aware of that. Like, don't do that in America. That was a stupid uh, okay. question. Yeah. <laughs> so if, so yeah. if a Thai person has the wherewithal to get the travel visa to go to America, they would know not to bribe. But, but even okay. I think that's... Even I think in England and America, you should be able to try, you know... If you've got 100 quid on you and you've well, been yeah, caught... you can try, but we're not going to say <laughs> that's going to end very well. <laughs> Unless you were the NYPD back in the 70s, you know, and they'll take whatever you have in your wallet and oh. leave you alone. <laughs> Zarin, I can see uh, a little deck of cards there. Right. I, yeah, I have something else, actually. Are you uh, going to do, do something? Yeah, I can try. Uh, if this not... If this one is not working, you can just cut it out, Look right? It. Yeah. It's okay. All right. It worked last time. Card so tricks are usually great hold them for audio. Right. So, so we're going to do a card trick on the radio. Uh, Sarah is just opening up a metal box. It's actually not a card trick. This one is just a disguise. Ah. Of the another 10 card over here. This is weed tray that he's brought out. <laughs> <laughs> so, there are five symbols. Two set of five symbols. The stars, Star, the square. square, the wavy lines. Okay, lines. I've seen this one. And the cross. The cross. And another one is the circle. So on my left hand is another set of these cards. Same. Yes. So what I want you to do is I'm going to give you a number of choice. And you guys are going to make a choice. And Justin are going to help me take the choice that you choose. From the top card to the bottom. You'll see what I mean after this. Okay, because I don't know what you mean. Yeah, so... That's all right. Okay, you're going to help me put the top card to the bottom. Okay. According to these guys and yourself. Okay. Okay, so here's what I want you to do, Justin. I want you to... Um, I need one, one guy to cut the card for me, so just like this. Uh, by the way, disclaimer, we do not condone black magic, okay, or witchcraft or wizardry... No, nothing. Or abuse of Indians. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, regardless so of how they smell. Uh, yeah, you can just uh, cut the card. Just place it right there. Just cut one time on the table. Yeah. And oh, you cut it. They got the same symbol, too. Do you want to cut it? Sure, why not? Yeah, just one time for you. Take the one card on the top, put everyone on the <laughs> Now, yeah, you Justin, gotta, you, gotta you wanna switch it up. cut it up one more time? Yeah, now I want you to deal, I'm gonna deal the card. Five card. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, he just dealt out five cards. So five there cards. are now two pile of five cards, right? And we cut the deck three times. Yeah, now I'm not gonna touch the card again. And you I'm watching you. You better fucking not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Justin. So I'm your sexy assistant here. I'm, yes. I'm Vanna White. The, no, they say the lovely assistant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I'm gonna get some lovely people over here, but we got Justin, which is it's the best to, we can do at this yeah. table. <laughs> this table is dick pirates. <laughs> All right, Justin. I'm gonna. So before anything happens, I'm gonna give you four choice. Four choice for Mickey. Jordan, I'm going to give you three choices for you. And James, I'm going to give you five choices. Five choices for you. So just remember that after I gave you a five choice, I never touched the card again. And I gave you the, the, like, I never changed the number of choices I gave you guys. And you, I'm going to give you one choice for you, Justin. Okay. Okay. So basically, just imagine that we are just use your willpower that we are going to eliminate the four symbols. And we're going to pair it together and we're going to eliminate it. And hopefully the last pair of cards are going to be the same symbol. Which is kind of crazy if that's going to be a that match. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be crazy. So we're going to start with you, Mickey. Uh, do you want the first choice First choice of you? Want a left pie or right pie of Justin? I want right. Okay, Justin. Take I give it to him? Or no, what? no, top card to the bottom. Oh, okay, okay. I see. And then, yeah. Like these. And the second one? No, no, the, just Mickey. Oh, me. Uh, left. Left. Yeah, okay. Let's breeze through this. More choices. Okay. The third one. Uh, left. Left. Okay, that's one. That's uh, all. Now, we are going to eliminate the... Top two cards over here. Take your hand on top. Don't look at it. Those cards are eliminated. Jordan. All right, here we go. Uh, right. Right. Number two. Right. And these are eliminated. <laughs> Take your hand on top. Don't look at it. Now, James, we gave you five choice. Five choice for you. The first one, just take it slow, all right? Don't, don't worry. So, more the, more number more one. More, more, more sorry. Uh, left. Left. Yeah, don't speak Thai. Number two. Left. Number three. Right. Number four. Left. Number five. Right. Take the top card and eliminate it. There's some voodoo shit about to happen now. I don't trust it. Take your hand on top. And I get one choice? You get one choice. Okay, right. And eliminate those top cards. And big reveal coming up here. So they, these two remaining have to be the same. Is that yes. right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, we, we never set anything up before. Mm-hmm. 
This is genuinely of your choice. It's going to blow my mind. You've never seen my dick before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen him perform? But you know he's small, though, don't you? He's kind of <laughs> small, but... Oh, it's more right. racism. <laughs> <laughs> well, Canadian racism. Small you said it. <laughs> <laughs> so this can't have to be a mesh. We got the circle. And yeah. another circle. And another oh! circle. Oh! Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Just stay and still. All ads are Every other well, pile somehow. is going to be a match. No way. Somehow. Turn around, Mickey. The star. No! Two stars. What the hell? The square. Two squares. And... Uh, the wavy lights. lights and the cross. What the fuck? All kind of meshes. It's magic. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a strange life. It is magic. James, is yeah. James you're, you're pretty smart. Do you know how he did that? Um, there was no, there was nothing up his sleeves. He's wearing a t-shirt. Um, that is fucking badass, dude. Yeah. Are you going to reveal how you did that? Oh, no. No, no, no don't. A, 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 a good magician. Magician circle. It's our intuition. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's got to be... <laughs> There's got to be, uh, it's just, it's, no, There's I have no counting. idea what I'm talking about. It's, a, no math, it's a math thing. The, the, probab- the probabilities, the, the amount of choices that always, no, I don't know have what I'm talking about. you got anything else for us? No, it's just, that, that's, that's amazing. That's, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. That is amazing. Oh, good job. Thank you. Good job, Serena. Awesome. I, I want to get a bit human now with us all. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hold just, on, before we move on from this magic, have you guys ever yeah. seen the movie The Prestige? I have seen one. That's Tom. a fucking great movie. Yeah, it's a great Like The Illusionist was the first one. And it's like, it's all about illusion it's like there's no such thing as magic it's getting people to see what you want them to yeah. see what are the steps I like again now it's you like see the, me. the presentation cool. the turn the, uh, the prestige we have, yeah we the have, prestige we have the word for presentation of magic we, we call it patter 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 so yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. my like the go to word no that's a cool word man patter yeah. yeah James will agree if you wanna like hit on a magic girl you just use the word I've never met a magic girl. Ha, have, have you ever Have you ever gone to a bar and I've met a few that done that in front of women? Let my money disappear. I've done hey. a private party and, and then went that. home with one. No, I, I never <laughs> get any. Do it in front of a white. Do it in front oh, of a Jeff, white woman. Yeah, okay? Jeff magicians groupies. Yeah, no, I, I never met. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. What about What about that girl you were with on Friday? She. Oh, uh, oh, that girl. No, she's she's a kind of. Just a friend for now. Not friend. Hey, give her a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you Magic be. groupie. <laughs> yeah, she groupie disappeared. Off, no. I don't think she would be happy. You made her disappear. Your magic, your, your magician self made her disappear. I don't want to be like that guy that like Kiss and doing tell. magic. Kiss and tell, dude. Do a magic for pussies. Yeah, but what? Why else would you possibly do magic? Yes, because Houdini probably got a lot of pussy. Why else would anybody do anything other than for pussy? It's all about procreation. Because we want to entertain people. I suppose, but no. yeah, that, but that's you that's not the genes. that's not the the fundamental deep down. Well, the, magi- oh. the magic trick entertains her in in public, and you can entertain yeah, her. I, in I, I forgot to private. admit that. <laughs> like, yeah, make your dick disappear. It's it's kind of. <laughs> In, in a in a tunnel, yeah. in a tunnel of love. <laughs> I, I don't know what to go about it, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's kind of hell because my my game was like when I was hitting on a girl, I would be mysterious about it because I'm gonna start as a nerd guy, right? A nerd guy that good at coding, and then after that, I was getting to like using my joke and things. So she was like, oh, this guy, a programmer, and also a, a funny guy. Mm. What else was he got? 
And then I'm a magician. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was gonna. Do you want to go to check out my show? Like I do a comedy show here. Then she's gonna go to a comedy show. And oh, you've got this hook, all planned out. And sinker. And mm. then. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, what else do you got, Siren? So I was like, oh, I have a magic show over there. Wanna check out my magic show? It's for like Ooh. a good comedy set. Oh my god, man. Did you magically make her knickers drop? Nick what? Knickers. Knickers means <laughs> panties, female underwear. Oh, I. It's very I, British. Knickers. Knickers. <laughs> and I'm American. I don't. I don't want to pronounce that word because it's gonna be something else. <laughs> <laughs> we do not. Con- we do not contone racial. Okay. Um, knickers. Let, knickers, please. Let's, let's call it panties. That's it. Sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> panties. Yeah. By the way, uh, I actually did that in front of Justin many times. But this time I add a little bit of more like what, you challenge. Mean, you mean you dropped Dro- your knickers? Dro- my knickers? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because like the previous times, there's no shuffling going around. But this time I... Let yeah, it. you always mix it. I've seen that trick before. You, you always do it differently. I've seen Siren perform multiple times and he does the same trick, but there's always something different every yeah. time he does it. I like so I can't possibly figure it out. Because he was looking at me, so I had to change. Just kidding. Our different combinations. I did uh, left, left, or was it right, right, right? I don't know. One of them. I did all the same, and then you guys switched it up, and somehow we still got the same cards. Like uh, for our viewers, you don't understand how much my mind is fucking blown right now. Yeah, his his, <laughs> his, his knickers. Yeah, I do oh, a wait. corporate events. If anyone wanna check out Sarin the Mentalist page. <laughs> wow, shameless plug. Shameless plugs. <laughs> do, you, do you do career days? Because I'd like to bring you in the classroom and uh, you can show the kids some uh, magic tricks. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, I can do anything, anywhere, anytime. Good, good, good. Yeah. I'll, I'll like your page and make sure that I... Uh, While we're at it, uh, Justin St. Denis, comedian Justin St. Denis. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't do corporate events. <laughs> I don't do career days. Are we on outros already? But you do do bar mitzvahs and uh, weddings. <laughs> Indian weddings. <laughs> Indian weddings. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Jewish bar mitzvahs. Yes. If there's any other kind. Yes. Okay, so if we're, re- if we're really, really, really doing outros then, uh, I was going to... Okay. What, what are we on? Okay, we've done an hour and a half. All right, let's do it. So uh, where can people find you, Justin? So Justin St. Denis, yeah. which is D-E-N-I-S. S-T-D-E-N-I-S. So comedian Justin St. Denis on Facebook. Yeah, there's uh, very little content on there. But actually, better way to catch me is if come watch me live, rock comedy yeah, every single Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday here night. at the Live Lounge. So this will be we could put this out Wednesday. So uh, have you got any gigs coming up that you want to promote? Uh, any dates? Every Wednesday. Every yeah, every, every Wednesday. Wednesday I do, uh, nothing major coming up, but uh, I perform at the Cow Sand Comedy Club on Cow Sand Road. They have shows every night. Mm-hmm. Um, With Mr. John Sampson, who we. Uh, we should get Big on the John. show as well. Actually. Yeah, John should come down. Yeah, he'll um, he'll give you some he's good fun. material. Yeah, <laughs> and and Wednesday Saren? night here in Soy Sukhumvit thirteen. Yeah, yes. Sarin, where can people find you? Uh, Facebook page Sarin the Mentalist or the website sarinmyreader dot com. Is it the mm. or is it duh? With a D A. D. Oh, there is a D. D. The mind reader. Yeah, is it really? Some is it shit. really deep? Like, sorry, dumb mind reader. That'd no, be a dope. Yeah. Rap that name. sounds like you're a rapper coming out yeah. of New Orleans or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, 
Dementalist. The newest member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Sarin Dementalist. He's got a lot of bitches, that's for sure. Yeah, I have a, a shout-out to make. You can find me on Facebook, Jordan Perez. Search me. I've gotten a few ads. I'm kind of cautious about adding people, but if you just, you know, message me and say, hey, you know, I like the podcast, like to be friends, maybe we can hang out. I'm always down for that. <laughs> um, I would like to give a shout-out to Sportsman Bar and, uh, most importantly, Joe, who's the bar manager here, slash owner. Yeah, uh, you can get your uh, best value here at, uh, you know, I'm going to sound like an advertisement. Is, but this, they, a, is this a script they that have, you're They have, they have uh, Sunday Roast here. Sunday Roast. You guys had the Sunday Roast today? Yeah, it's kind of... A raw, I mark. I, I enjoyed. We're doing I, our first read. I, is this I, our first I, 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 read? I enjoyed the uh, Sunday roast when I came here last week. I, uh, it comes with peas, mashed potatoes. Uh, it was delicious. Uh, for, and carrots. For uh, you know, for good sports coverage, they got lots of uh, TVs around. You guys can watch the NBA finals that are going on yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, I watched Jurassic the Park, I watched baby. the N- the NHL quarterfinals here. It was great. They've got TVs on everywhere you look. There's a TV and boxing too. They've got about they got about. Anywhere between ten and twenty pool 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 uh, tables tables <laughs> and the, 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 the toilet provisions are really adequate, yeah, right? Yes, yeah, clean. Yeah. yeah, and they've got great hand dryers. Like I mentioned last week, I come to Sportsman often. They always take care of you, and uh, I don't know if it's a bad thing, but when I come in here, they know my beer that I want to order. So they're they're uh, they're good. They take care of you. So oh, that's wonderful. Come on down to Sportsman, and uh, even on Sundays, if you want to come and catch us after the podcast and say hi, come on, stop by. That's the best thing I've ever heard. The best, the, the first like uh, advert read we've ever had. Oh no, I used to do them back in the day. But oh, okay, James, uh, come down to the sportsman. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just wonderful to be here on a Sunday again. You know, if, if if you're if you're bored and you're lonely and you're looking for something to read, have a look on Amazon for Fun City Saga, my latest five books, um, all in one collection for ten lousy bucks. Um, I'm I selfish. Uh, uh, self- selfish. <laughs> I have a basket of quail eggs with uh, that uh, that copy of like Fun one of those cocaine shrimp. Yes, a cocaine shrimp. Monging. Monging. Um Okay, I don't feel like we've let you two speak enough on this episode. I think I think we I think we've spoken too much. So, is there anything you want to like? Do we have any more stories? Yeah. Do Do you want to like talk some shit? Before yeah, you can out? talk about the the origin of the white pussy joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, please, yeah, please. yeah, sure. Because we went to a bar, so the story stopped, and we went to a bar. So that night, we all like Justin and Jackson has a conversation about. How do we get into comedy, or why do we get into comedy? So, Justin start was like deep down, I'm kind of you want to see me to tell it, or you want to? You go ahead. Okay, so I want to hear your Justin impression. Yeah, so he told me like, I think deep down in my mind, I was doing comedy because of pussies. That's the main thing. <laughs> Can we hear your Saren impression? I was thinking deep. No, I sound Chinese there. <laughs> That's racist, racist, racist. I usually, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Deep down, I was think I want to do comedy. I sound Chinese. Sound I can't. <laughs> wow. No, and I sound- do impressions on stage all the time. I think you sound like Wagoda. I sound like Wagoda. You have a weird Thai accent, though. You don't, like, you don't talk like, no, that's just oh, Chinese again. Wow. Yes. This is not going well with the accents. Let's just move on. Okay, so. let's move on. So, uh... 
even if I have a girlfriend, but deep down, I also want a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> but what about you, Jackson? I cannot remember Jackson. So, so skip to mine. I was thinking, like, I want to get a white pussy. So <laughs> that's how it starts. So those two guys are laughing, and then I oh, so that can be my material. So it's kind of my go-to after that. And that's how I get started in comedy. Thanks for, for Justin for the white pussy. For the white pussy. Yeah. Then after <laughs> that, and after that, Jackson go home, and me and Justin having a beer at another bar, and I show the tricks on the bar lady. So that night, I was like tempted to show the tricks, and right. finally show it to the so the, bar lady. You're saying there's tricks that bar ladies don't know. Absolutely, I, I think so. Uh, yeah, taught, other, than, taught, other than Connect Four, you taught them some new tricks, which is commendable. Yeah. Teaching old dogs some new tricks. Yeah, yeah. teaching a trick some tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I asked, actually, I. Trick baby. That's, that's the first time I went into, like, Soy Nana. Like, I was going to say, yeah, do you go down to the red light districts? Or, or no, that was my first time. First Thanks time. for Justin to opening my oh, eyes. Jesus Christ, Justin. <laughs> You know, we trust you as as a as a Westerner to yeah. treat these types with respect and and give them a good yeah. And then you know, I'm feeling I'm, about as Westerners. I'm curious what she is because after I sat down, she was like twisting my nipple. I was like, whoa, that's kind of aggressive, right? <laughs> like twisting my nipple, really? And that night, I was had a, a tat on my face. Like, a tattoo? Yeah, a tattoo on my face. Like Mike Tyson? Yes, yes. actually, exactly <laughs> that. Not a real one, obviously. But so I, I. Why did you have that? Because Jed has a leftover tattoo for the kind of Halloween, Halloween events or whatever. Okay. Yeah, then after that, after that, like, baby, the Bali thing, I'm like the fucker, right? Mm. Then I'm curious what she is, so I asked her, are you. What do you mean, what she is? Yeah, I'm gonna get into it. Oh, okay. What? Okay. I mean, what nationality? Okay, no, no, go on, go on. No, so, she's Thai, obviously, but I mean. Then like, I asked oh, her. Got Thai or not got Thai? Yes. Oh, oh, that's what it. No, no. No. Here's, oh, okay. here's the punchline. So I asked. <laughs> so okay. I asked her, "Are you a prostitute?" She said, "No, I'm not a yeah. prostitute. I never take the man home." I'm a semi-retired hooker, is yeah. what she said. No. no, she said, "No, I'm just a a bar tender." Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. A bar wench. Bar wench. Yeah, that's that's my story. Justin, do you wanna? I think we should probably just cut <laughs> this whole part out. <laughs> no, this is just this is just getting cool. Yeah, yeah. But um, so uh, I don't know. See, really, that's the first time you've ever been in, down the red light district here, yes. and the last time. Yeah, and I, I actually never slept with hooker before. Really, oh, I love it. And yeah, neither have I. You cool. love it. Sorry, James. You just said I love it. I, he just said I never sleep with hooker before. Yeah, and you said I love it. I like lo- you no, love no, no, sleeping I, with hookers. No, 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 no. I love that sentence. Oh, oh okay. I love it. I, I never sleep with hooker before. How how do you guys perceive it? Does it mean I never sleep with hooker before that night, or? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. So that was yeah. your first. No, I never sleep with any hooker until now. Right. Where do you stand on lady boys? What? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> no, no, repeat that again. Where, where do you stand on lady boys? Do, do you, you, do you like lady boys? Uh, what, what's, what, what's your opinion of uh, uh, third sex? First of all, that's not my sexual preference. Right. And I think, yeah, I, I kind of grow up with like transgender, not transgender, like gay. So 
obviously every classroom in Thailand when I grow yeah. up has one gay guy at least. Right. So we always has that one gay guy in That's the classroom. That's cool though, because in the West there was when we were at school, get, being gay was like taboo you couldn't be gay so that's really i would do this thing where when i was teaching i would i would say you know um krayak ben puying yok mer krayak ben puchai yok mer kray mai chua yok mer and they would you know the boys would put their hands up the girls would put their hands up and some guys would not put their hands up and i'm like what what are you what what's with you dudes and they're like well we're gay or you know we're we're i like that people can be themselves and that's cool it's a big issue in um the west in in, yeah. in the states Here, and in europe people just can't um here's my stand on out. wait a minute uh, i'm a little younger than you guys maybe i'm 31 yeah. how old are you guys so i'm for i'm 39 40 this yeah year. i had <coughs> openly gay people that i went to high school with right well in, there wasn't yeah, there, we there was I, no one I at my the school the uk was probably a bit more uh yeah um a bit more uh closed yeah, and I mean, I am uh, pro gay. Absolutely, I love gays. Absolutely <laughs> love lady boys. But um, yeah, it wasn't. It just wasn't like that in my day. So it's cool that people could be like that in your school. Yeah, it's like uh, a lot of problem if you just don't over exaggerate it. It's kind of yeah, not really a problem. That's my what I love about ties as well. Yeah. Just the acceptance of this kind hey, of stuff. Why? How come tomboys? Get the hottest girls. Oh, oh what is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, now yeah, this is a thing. Is there some kind of manipulation going on there? No, is no, because um, obviously the the hot women in Thailand they have some kind of. Can I just preface this, by the way? Okay, okay so you see, butch yeah, lesbian so inter- kind international like, okay, shaped heads. Yeah, yeah, like explain. the stereotypical butch lesbian yeah. with a smoking hot girl. Yeah, and it, it's all you. It's you always see it ubiquitous. Yes, ubiquitous. <laughs> and yes, so it, it's omnipresent. How, okay, yeah. if I was this smoking hot girl, I would get a much hotter tomboy. Yeah, I would I, think. But is it that they're just so good with their fingers? No, because and tongues. But I think most women go through a stage in their sexual development in Thailand where they will experiment. No. With the same sex, right? Actually, not because no. no I think, that, that's, that's I think just, if you said that to my wife, she would beg to differ. Yeah, I've probably got yeah, myself I've, in trouble here, yeah. haven't I? I've uh, tried to establish no, <laughs> yeah. some establish curiosity contact. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, is that yeah. enough now? Shall we, shall we say bye? So it's gender fluidity, right? Um, no, and ge- gender orientation and gender um, identification can be fluid. It so. It's you, actually you, can, you can be gay for a while and then be straight and then be bisexual, right? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's I mean, not that's a problem. Story of my I think life. it's come down to like value because women, hot women in Thailand, if they date uh, another girl, it means that they want someone to treat them well because women need like women know how to treat women best, right? Mm. So that's how how we treat women is more important than sex, which is kind of opposite than. Yeah. Men. So that's why they choose to date the tomboys. Tomboys Tom more than I've men. heard somebody was telling me this. Actually, it was my boss. Um, I <laughs> probably shouldn't, shouldn't say his name. Okay. Um, although the people who wanted to do research, I mentioned the business earlier. They could just Google it. But but anyway, he was saying that um, although Thailand is extremely liberal with just gender fluidity and whatever, you could be anything sexually. It's all good, but 
in relationships, it's still very traditional. There's always a male mm. role and a female role. Yes. Right. So exactly. in this case, the tomboy is that. just is like the pinnacle of chivalry. Yes. And just yeah, mm-hmm. and will just like pamper the smoking hot girl and just be like the the biggest knight in shining armor. Right. Yes. Bitch in shining armor. So what is? But what does the hot girl do for the tomboy? Other than be a hot girl. Yeah, I would like to find out. So if anyone... Uh, <laughs> you yeah. can reach us at uh, This Strange Life. <laughs> yeah. Although with that being this said... This Podcast at gmail.com. What does the hot girl do for the man other than be a hot girl? Uh, in Thai culture, right? Makes him comb his boots. What, what does it mean? Yeah, because if you're a man and you have a smoking hot girl, you obviously... Have you ever heard of a Get something twister. out of it. But like, yes. <laughs> if you're a tomboy... Oh. You, what, you have like a trophy girlfriend, but what do you no, actually... Because yeah, because yeah, you don't so have a big dick. Do the, you, to the lesbian, right? This is the lesbian. And this is the hot woman. So the lesbian treat the hot woman. That's the price of the hot woman, right? Because getting treated very well. Yeah. yeah. And it's go the other way around because the tomboy are also a woman. Uh-huh. So the, the lady know how to treat the tomboy very well too. So it's kind of... Like like this. Yeah, like this exactly. So yeah, we're not, like we're not gonna uh, address this uh, gesture that they just. <laughs> made. But just it's kind of like a a, a a man knows how knows how he wants to be jerked off or sucked off, so therefore he can <laughs> suck another man off and jerk a mon- another man off better. Yeah, because he knows how he wants it to be done. It's not just that as well with the with the tom the tomboy phenomenon. They are financially supportive Ooh. of the D as well. You have we the Tom and the D, bed. and the Tom not only wears the clothing wears of the a supportive man, mm. she also um, provides um, a lifestyle for the for the D or for the, the more feminine. Really, um, the D being the <laughs> this yeah. is just the name, the Thai name for the yeah, there's Tom feminine, and D, right? The so, feminine so, lesbian. So D is the feminine. Lesbian Which is confusing because they don't like the, the D. The masculine <laughs> <laughs> lesbian. But, uh, They're like the V. But here's the thing in Thailand if you are a lesbian and you are poor, it kind of sucks because. Yeah, what if you're a poor tomboy? How do you get the. Mm. Yeah, you just. You just got to be great with your fingers. You yeah. screw. That's all. Like, you screw. Because you need to treat women very well, and treating women is kind of take money, actually. And yeah, are you, you saying? Are you saying, Sarin? In this society, that women uh, yeah. are just about money. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't don't I'm put joking. that word I, in my I, mouth. I'm joking. About it, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that might be a good place to leave it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But uh, just to finish that, it's just the culture. You know, we're, we're part of that culture. We cannot uh, say anything as far as putting our interjections on the culture. We just need to accept it. And Mickey is married, and um, James has a long-standing girlfriend. I have a girlfriend, so, so uh, you just gotta. You know, I'm I, single. I pay for <laughs> I pay for all the meals. You know, I pay for the movies. I pay for a lot of things. You know, but she'll surprise me every now and then and buy the popcorn and soda or something. And but I mean, it's, it's hey, nice. my girl does the same thing. We kind of alternate. Like, it's like if I if I we go out to a nice uh, whatever Western restaurant, like Italian. I'll pay, and then the next day she'll buy me like a kapow and be like, "Hey, see yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> we're even." Yeah. Well, I mean, even just going on trips, we talked about it before. Going on trips, I pay for the hotel. You know, I pay for that stuff so, because I know my salary is much higher than hers. So, mm, you say I'm by my wife like a, a sort of fist dildo, and then, <laughs> and then, 
Just to keep her primed. You just keep giving me a left hook, Mickey. And then the next day, you know, she'll come back at me with... Uh, a bigger one. <laughs> We're like top a 100 in, in Thai podcasts at the moment, and all our Thai listeners would have heard Fist Dildo and probably just, like, dropped off the radar. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, uh, but on the other hand, we're really tapping into a niche market here. <laughs> we're going to get a fist dildo sponsor next. <laughs> you hear how, how, how good Jordan's read for the sportsman was? Imagine yeah. what you can do for your fist dildos. Christ, this, oh, is, this, is, this is where we should be headed. This is where you should be <laughs> Okay, are we done? Are we the, done the before we get into any rabbit. more trouble? No, I want to I move on to the magic wand. What's and that? We've got a magician here. The uh, the The... Yeah. Okay, no. Um, out, out, on, <laughs> out on the streets, there's there's uh, there's stalls selling uh, fists and other attachments. Yeah. So let's leave it there, and uh, let the let the listeners imagine where we're going. But thanks so much for Justin <laughs> and yeah. Sarin. Thanks for having us, comedians. Uh, uh, I think we're a bit all over the place today, but it's great. We uh, love you guys. Mentalists, uh, wonderful having you here today, guys. Really good fun. Thank you. And yeah, hope you back good soon. luck with this podcast. Awesome, this is great. <laughs> Yeah, we're only 66 in, but I think this might be our last. All so right. shout, out, wait, shout out to Kenya, you know, Africa. Kenya? You know. Shout out to Kenya. I thought we were, on the, I thought, I thought we were on the African, uh, we're on the up, we're on the up, uh, the upswing on the Nigeria, sorry. Oh, shout out to Nigeria and yeah. Bangladesh. Yeah, and Bangladesh India. and India. We, we got love for you out there. Uh, keep listening. And Thailand. And Thailand, of course. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to be deported. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye.